Hey, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to Life Mastery Decoded for Women and Women Entrepreneurs, where I help you decode the struggles in your life in the areas of health, wealth, and relationships with mind mastery and meditation tools and techniques so that you can live the life that you're proud of. Welcome to today's podcast. Hey ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's podcast where I'm hoping to find you tuned in to yourself. And if you are not tuned into yourself, then it is my intention that in today's episode, I give you a one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation to introspection. What in the world is introspection? Well, intro is the inside of you. It is the way things look, feel, your emotional standing of how you feel on the inside. It is examining or observing yourself, your mental state, your emotional state, the way you do things, your behavior, and it is why you do things. And today in this episode, we're going to talk about why in the world would I need introspection, what would I do with it, and how am I going to get it? I think my introspection journey started when I was about 12 years old. I've told the story already in one of my podcasts. I'd like to tell you which one, but I don't remember now. But I was 12 years old. I was living with, uh, I think, just my mom. My brother had moved out with my dad over the summer uh, when I was going into seventh grade. And I remember sitting out on the shed. It, well, it was a garage, but either way, it was like a garage, but uh, we called it the shed. And uh, I remember sitting out there one day, and Mom was having a really hard time. She was, you know, paying bills, and money was scarce. And um, I'm sitting out on the shed, and it's kind of late, certainly late in the afternoon, and I was sitting out there, and I was dangling my feet over the edge. And our whole property was probably only, it was probably less than an acre, but all around us was cornfields. And funny enough, this is where I used to practice my quote-unquote speeches. Though at that point, I didn't, I didn't even know speakers existed. I didn't know that you could be on stage other than being a rock star. Uh, but this was really my purpose being developed. And I remember, I remember sitting out on this shed overlooking this cornfield. And there's a nice light breeze. So as the leaves of the corn, which are probably chest high, are, are blowing in the breeze, it creates this kind of sensation that that's an audience. And for whatever reason, that kind of became my audience. And it, I've never told anybody that, but I have told this story on podcasts. Now I've told lots of people, but it's, uh, it was really fun. And, I, and you just never know why you do what you do until you look back at your life and you say, you know what? That was me practicing. That was me getting ready to be on stage. And that is one of my favorite places to be is on stage. So anyway, I remember my mom having a really hard time and I'm sitting on the shed and I'm telling my audience this story. You know, my mom is poor, which makes us poor. You know, it's really a hard life. We, you know, we don't get what we want. You know, talking like this, like a, like a 12-year-old would talk, right? And so I'm, I'm telling the story of my current life, of where I'm at in my life, what, is, what I'm affected by. Um, why things are, are painful for me at school and how money is affecting those relationships I have at school. You know, I can't, I can't be friends with the kids who have a lot of money because we don't have anything in common. I can't be friends with, with the kids 
um, because I don't wear the same clothes that they do. I can't be friends with, you know, uh, this one girl that I really liked because she has horses and they have a lot of money. And so as I'm talking about the problem that is showing up based on us not having money, part of that was tuning in to myself tuning in and saying, here's the problem in my life and here's how it's affecting me, right? So that's, that's part of it. And then I remember saying, and this became my mantra, certainly as, you know, uh, technology changed, but it became my mantra and that is, there's got to be a better way. And I remember so vividly saying that. Now, I'd like to say that in some sort of a Hallmark movie, that would be this big epiphany and I would go about to change the world and I would become this you know, 13-year-old speaker on stage, you know, motivating all these people and becoming this, you know, wonderful version of myself. But of course, that didn't happen. And I don't think I even stepped on stage until several years later, probably almost 30 years later. And uh, so as I'm standing here, sitting here on this shed, and I'm saying something like, there's got to be a better way, that kind of was the catalyst for the rest of my life, that I just became from here, I just became this problem solver. And I tried to start solving problems for my friends and solving problems for my mom, which was never accepted because I didn't understand the world of, you know, adults and money and jobs and stuff like that. I'm 12. But I tried anyway. Um, but with my friends and even some classmates and, you know, people that I was around, I moved into this space of wanting to solve problems. And what I ended up doing and what that ended up helping me with is if I had a similar problem to somebody else. So let's say uh, there's a football game tonight and we're all going to go to the football game. And it, let's say it costs $3 to get in. And my friend says, I really want to go to the football game, but I don't have any money. So now it's a similar problem to me, to, to my problems, is we didn't have any money, right? And so as she says, I don't have any money, now my brain starts to help her. My, my newfound, there's got to be a better way mantra starts to work with her. And I say something like, okay, let's figure this out. You know, um, the game is tonight. What can we do? Well, how about, you know, we, we meet after school today and we go down to the lake and we collect cans. So I'm like starting to solve this problem, right? And it's irrelevant to this story if, you know, we actually went and did that or not. Or in this day and age, what would you do? Well, maybe we could sell something. We could sell something on the marketplace or maybe we could put a lemonade stand out or we could wash cars. Uh, we'd have to do something quick because the game's tonight, right? So now let's talk about introspection, how this relates to where, where we are in our lives and how we move, start moving our life forward. Because remember, there's this physical part of you that is anchored in this physical world through your five senses. Then there's this spiritual part of you that is always seeking expansion, which is why we're always feeling the pressure to move forward. That is our spiritual being moving ourselves forward, seeking expansion, new experiences. And if we don't go with this life force that is constantly trying to move through us, the energy starts to get stopped up. And why don't we go? Well, sometimes it's fear. Most of the time it's fear. 
and we don't go for whatever excuses we make for ourselves and we stop ourselves from going. We have limiting beliefs, which are all based in fear. You know, I'm not good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, um, free enough. You know, I've got, I've got this job or this type of family or, you know, I don't have a car that runs. So, but it's always fear that stops us. Anyway, if that life force is not able to freely flow through our physical being, we don't physically let it, we start to feel the pain from it. And that, as a little sidebar, not what we're talking about today, but a little sidebar, is that is why as you get older, you start to feel more pain. Because you've been preventing yourself from going with this life force so long, it's starting to show physically on your body. And I tell you, if you go and find a 70-year-old woman and one that is, that is in amazing shape and looks fantastic and hardly looks like she's 70, and then you find another woman who is 50 years old and looks like she's 85, there is going to be a vast difference, difference in how each of them lived their lives. But you need introspection to know when to go to know when to go with the flow, to what is going to be good for you. So let's talk about why you need it. This is really, if you want to live a life of vibrancy, if you want to live a life of excitement, and basically if you want to live a life, this is your chance. As far as we know, and is, I mean, I can't prove that there's been other lives before. I can't prove that there's going to be life after death. I don't know. And, and really, I don't know that anybody really truly knows. We can imagine, we can hope, but I don't know. I, I, I hope there is. I hope that there's, that there's some life after death, that there's something that my spirit lives on. My only problem is I can't see from this physical world, I can't see the past life if I've lived one, and I can't see that I would live another life after this because I'm not going to remember this one that I'm in. So either way, to me, it's kind of irrelevant, but it, it gives us a good sense of hope, right? And a lot of people base their lives in hope like that, whether there's heaven or life after death or spirit lives on or we're reincarnated. But when we're trying to move forward, when we're trying to take a step forward in a direction that feels better, this is why introspection is so very important. It is so very important because if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to get there. That's a piece of it. But if you don't even recognize that you're being nudged to go, then just inevitably you're not going to go. And then you're at the end, you're not going to live your best life. Now, we're never going to live our very best life, but we're certainly going to give it our good old college try, right? We really want to just, I want to feel better in this area. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to, of the three areas, health, wealth, and relationships, which pretty much every problem falls under, and it could be health, wealth, relationships, and spirituality, because some people feel like, I just don't feel connected. And they don't necessarily mean I don't feel connected to people around me. I just don't feel connected to this, big, this bigger thing, and I really want to be. So let's say, let's say of those four things, health, wealth, relationships, and spirituality. Okay, so now I want you to say which area do I want to improve? Which area right now is bugging me the most? And 
what area do I wanna just take one step in that direction towards the improvement of that area? And let's say it's relationships. So that's the one I'm gonna pick. Now that's not the one I'm having trouble with, but that's what I'm gonna pick just so I can, we can relate in this story. So I'm saying I need this introspection because I want help with my relationships. I want to improve my relationship, okay? Then I'm going to figure out what do I need to do? What do I need to do? Introspection is about you. It is not about you controlling that person or those things or all the stuff out there in the physical world. It is about going inward. It's about your inner universe. It's about what is going on inside your behaviors, your emotions, your mental state, why you do the things you do. And then it's about consciously picking new behaviors that enhance the travels in this direction that you want to go in. It's taking care of the vehicle. We always talk about the vehicle in life on the sidewalk of life, right? You shouldn't drive your car on the sidewalk, but let's just pretend. So it is about you and your vehicle. You've been given one vehicle and that's your body. You've only been given one. If you don't take care of it, as, um, as there's a famous quote, I'd like to tell you who said it, but I don't remember now. Uh, it's a famous quote, you only get one body. And if you don't take care of it, you're gonna be out of a home. And where are you gonna live? So it's really important that we understand that this physical body that is anchored on this planet is taken care of. And introspection can help you with that. You know, you ever take a little kid, he's, you know, he's like, I don't feel good. And what do we say? What hurts? And he might say, I don't know. That's because he does not have any introspection. However, he has enough to know that he doesn't feel good. We just now need to decipher, is it this? Is it your head? Do you have a headache? Is it a stomach ache? Does your ankle hurt? Does your back hurt? Do you just feel tired? Right? So we, we, are, we have to give him that introspection by asking questions. So now you're going to do that same thing. So you're going to say, okay, so here's, here's, my, here's my topic, health, wealth, relationships, or spirituality. In my relationships, I'm going to ask myself a whole bunch of questions as if it was somebody else. Just like when I was helping my friend trying to find $3 so she could go to the football game. I'm going to ask her questions. Now, you can do this a, a number of different ways. Obviously, I'm standing up in my living room. I'm, my dogs are sleeping on the couches around me. And I'm pacing around between the living room and the kitchen, talking, plugged into my phone to record this podcast. So one of my favorite things to do is to talk to myself. And I say it all the time. That's okay. It's just a conversation. And some people go, yeah, but do you answer yourself? And I'm like, well, yeah, because I'm talking to myself. But it helps me to sort out problems. It helps me to block out distractions around me, just as if I was having a conversation with somebody who's right here in front of me. And a lot of people think that that's crazy. I don't consider myself crazy. I actually consider myself quite intelligent. So this is a way that I can communicate the things that I'm trying to solve, the problems I'm trying to solve, help myself through things, sort things out, create courses, figure out speeches. I practice my speeches. I practice my podcasts. Like what stories are, are am I going to tell in the, in, in, the, 
in the talk what am I talking about so I can somewhat be smooth for you guys. And but if I don't talk it out loud, then, then sometimes I get distracted. You know, I, I, I've tried to type it. I've tried to uh, use a journal. Sometimes that stuff helps if my energy is low enough that I can write it down and I can keep up with my thoughts. But typically I can't. So talking helps me. Sometimes I record. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to figure out what your modality is, whether it's journaling, whether it's talking. I want you to figure out what your modality is. And then I want you to start asking questions. Begin by first asking clarifying questions like, what are you wanting to improve about this thing? What are you wanting to improve about your relationships? Do you want more love, more friendship, more excitement, more fun, more quality time, more physical time? What is it that you want to improve? And then from there, you just continue to ask clarifying questions until you get to the bottom of this is what I want. You can't just say, I want things to get better. Then you just keep asking, what do you want to get better? Well, I want my relationship to get better. What about your relationship? So you just keep asking these clarifying questions. Then from there, you're going to shift from what type questions. What do you want to get better? What is it about this thing that isn't good right now? What do you want to see differently, right? So you're just going to ask these clarifying questions. And when you are doing this, leave your judgment at the door. Don't judge the things that you're wanting more of. I couldn't tell you how many times I've asked questions of my clients and I say something like, okay, so what is it you want to improve? I want to improve my health. Okay, what about your health do you want to improve? Well, I want to lose weight, but I just know that I can't. Okay, what, what is it about your weight that you want to improve? Well, I want to lose weight, but I've tried all these diet plans and it just doesn't work. Okay, so don't do that to yourself. Don't undercut your ability to desire the thing that you want to desire, the thing that you want, because that is fear getting in the way. I don't want to get my hopes up because I'm afraid that I am going to not get the thing. I'm afraid that my, my, um, my desire is, go is not going to come true. I'm afraid that my life is not going to be what I want it to be, that I really want this thing, but I'm not going to get this thing. So don't do that to yourself. Ask these what clarifying questions, get those answers and just kind of make a list and start just as if you were asking the person across from you, what do you want the $3 for? I want to go to the football game. What do you want to go to the football game for? Because I want it to be fun. So you want more fun. Do you see what I did there? Now, of course, that was a little bit simpler, but I want you to do the same thing. And what you're doing here is you are getting to the bottom of your desire. You are getting to the bottom. You are uncovering the thing that you want the most. Because it isn't so much the things that we want. I mean, that is true because we're in this physical world. But what we want is this thing, whatever the thing is, because we think that it will give us this emotion because we have it. So I want, let's say, let's say I want to improve my relationship with Amy in the way that we get to travel more. Okay. Why do you want to travel more? 
Well, because I think it would be fun and adventurous. So you want more fun and adventure and you think traveling will get it for you. So that's what we're trying to uncover. The thing is only a vehicle. The traveling, um, more, uh, more quality time together, more sex, uh, more shopping, more whatever the thing is that you're saying. That's rooted in the physical world. Now we need to find out and uncover what is the emotion of, that we want that we think that thing is going to give us. I want to travel more because I think it's going to give us more fun and adventure. I want to have more sex because I think it's going to give me more connection and more love. So we want to uncover the emotion of the thing because now as we move on to how we use introspection is we go inward to create the emotion of the thing that we want. That's how we align with it. So let me explain. I want more fun and adventure. And let's say, um, let's say mine's relationships. I want to improve my relationship with Amy and I want to use traveling as my vehicle because I think it's going to give me more fun and adventure. So the bottom line is I want more fun and adventure in my life. I want to experience that emotion. So now the next stage of introspection is to how to become more introspected. That's not a word, but we're going to use it today. I want to become I want to improve my introspection. I want to go inward and I want to explore my emotional state. So now I could use meditation as creating this emotional state that I want to feel using my imagination. So in order to do that, I want to think about traveling with Amy. I want to visualize going to all these wonderful, beautiful, exotic places I want to be on the airplane. I want to land in the airport. I want to get out and smell the air of a new country. I want to go to India. I want to go to Italy. I want to go to Paris and France, or France and Paris. I want to go to Spain, right? So now what I can do is I can use my imagination and I can visit, quote unquote, visit these places in my mind, and then I will actually be creating the fun and adventure. Sending that out to the universe, this is what I want to feel. If you're planning a trip, when we planned our trip for Disney, um, and we're thinking of all the places we're gonna go, and we're taking the boys, and we're, there's like six of us that were going. Actually, there was, yeah, six of us. And we're planning the trip, and we're looking at videos, and we're reading books, and we're getting online, and we're researching things, and we're trying to figure out what are, what are we going to do, where are we going to go, how much is it going to cost, when we get there, what are we going to do, how are we going to keep everybody together or venture off on our own. And, but as we were doing it, we became more and more excited, and it became more and more fun. And then by the time we got there, we were already in fun mode because we'd been thinking about this trip the whole time. So you're going to do the same thing. If you want to receive the thing that you want to receive, first you have to know what it is. Then you have to know why you want it. So you start with the what questions in your journal. Then you move to the why questions. Why do you want to travel more with your partner? Well, because it would be fun. 
It would be exciting. It would be adventurous because I would fall in love with them all over again because that's what we used to do. Whatever the emotional response is. Now you take that emotional response and you add it to a practice. You add it to something that is creating the emotion of you already having the thing. This is what introspection is for. Because there's so many times people around this planet, there's clients that I've had where I'm like, you know, they're like, I want to lose weight. And I go, why do you want to lose weight? Well, because I feel like I need to. Why do you need to? Well, because I need to be a smaller size. Why? And I, it's annoying, but I want to get to the bottom of what it is that you, why you want that thing. What is the emotional response that you're hoping to gain by having a smaller physical body? You know, Amy's is going to be confidence because she doesn't feel very confident. And I think I want to be a smaller size and stronger and thinner and fitter because I want to feel good because it would be more fun because I love to play. I love to climb trees. I love to climb pretty much anything. And I love to run around. I love to play soccer. I love to race up the stairs. I love to um, play basketball. I love to play volleyball. I love to, because all of that is fun for me. So I want a body that represents fun. She wants a body that represents confidence, that gives her a sense of feeling confident in the body that she's walking around in. But they're two very different things, but yet the goal is the same. So in order for us to achieve the thing that we want, we have to put out that emotion of already having it. We can't always live in this desired space. We can't always live in this space of I want, I want, I want, because then you're just sending out the emotion of wanting, which then creates more wanting. I want to send out the emotion of fun. I'm going to have to have as much fun as I can in the body that I have. And then eventually my body will start to adapt. And it'll be a body that is thin and fit and flexible and feels good to run around in. And I want you to be able to do the same thing. So you start with asking these what questions. What is it that I desire? First of all, what topic? Health, wealth, relationships, or spirituality? What is it that I want to improve upon in that area? And keep going and keep going and keep going until you get a very clear picture of what it is that you want. Keep asking the what questions. As if you're really unclear, you're asking a person that's in front of you and you really want to help them because you can grant their wish, but you need to know what their wish is and you have to get all the way to the emotional response of the thing. Then you start asking why. Why do you want to travel more with Amy? Why do you want a thin body? And, and answer the question. Ask it in a journal. Answer the question in a journal. That's introspection. Keep asking. Start with all those questions. The next is to be honest with yourself. Why do you want to travel? Why do you want to find a partner? What is, what is having a partner going to give you emotionally? What emotion is it going to satisfy in your life? And, and answer. It doesn't have to be one emotion. It could be six. It could, be, it could be six different emotions. It could be a sense of security. It could be fun, love, um, connection, intimacy, friendship. There's six right there. That's okay if there's six. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that because your relationship is more than just love. My relationship with Amy is more than just someone I love. 
you know, there's passion, there's friendship, there's fun, there's adventure. And we just went on adventure yesterday. And that's what we call it. We tell the boys, okay, pack your swimsuits and your water shoes and we're going on adventure. And that's what we tell them. Because we, we like, I love, the, I love the word adventure. Um, so that's what we tell them. And that's, and that's what we, we kind of express to them. That when we're going to go somewhere, even if it's a place we've gone a thousand times, it's still different every time you go. Adventure is, is all around you. So be honest with yourself of what it is that you want this, this particular thing and what emotion you're going to get from having it. Even, even if you think it might not be right, that's okay. But what emotion do you hope that you're going to gain from having this thing? The next is to slow down. Introspection is not a fast process. I noticed that there's that this has been something that I've been practicing for a very long time. I, I think really, I'll be 49, I'm 48 right now, and I've been practicing this now for what? What is that? Like 36 years? And it's not been full on, like I'm completely head over heels in the, in the personal development field and in spirituality, meditation, manifesting, the subconscious mind. I mean, I just absolutely love this topic and I'm very passionate about it and, and I'm very passionate about teaching it. But I, I wasn't always because I didn't have this kind of these resources at my fingertips when I was 12 years old. So I really just relied on my own, you know, intuition and guidance and journaling. I mean, I did, I did journal back then, uh, not quite to this level, of course, but so it takes some time. So slowing down and being patient, but just starting, this is a journey, not a destination. So this is going to assist you in your journey, starting to show the things to you that can start to happen in your life. And it's certainly going to be haphazard if you don't start somewhere. So slowing down, asking those questions, and being patient with yourself is all going to help. Another thing is to meditate. Meditate on the thing. If I, I know that something is wrong, but I don't always know what it's going to take to make it right. You can ask questions. You can, you can look at your relationship and go, yeah, there's, there's things about my relationship that I want to improve upon, but I don't really know what that is. Like, I don't really know what the answers are. That's okay. You don't have to know the answers. You just have to know that there's a problem. And then if you could uncover what it would be, if that problem was fixed, what emotion would you have? If I wasn't overweight and I was thin and fit and sexy, what problem would that solve? Because right now I feel what? Well, I have a low self-esteem. I feel ugly. I feel fat, right? So now what would you, what would you have if you didn't have that problem? Well, I would feel happy. I'd feel happy with myself. I'd feel confident when I looked in the mirror. I'd feel beautiful. I'd feel sex, sexy. So when you do that, you uncover what it is the thing that you want. And it's certainly harder to get the thing you want when you don't know what it is. It's just like you get in your car, you load your car up, you pack your car, you know you want to go somewhere on vacation, but you don't know where. How do you know what to pack? How do you know how to prepare? Where, where do you drive? You don't know. You could just literally, there's been tons of people that have gotten in the car and just drove because they just want something different. And that's okay. You know, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. I've done that myself. There's nothing wrong with doing that. But if you want something specific, 
but you have to uncover what the specific is. So asking a lot of whys, but the other is to meditate. The other is to sit in a quiet place and bring your awareness to how your body feels on the inside and just playing with different scenarios, thinking about the person. When you're meditating that, you know, you could think about, you could think about um, your partner. And if you don't have a partner, then you can imagine a partner. And you could think about this person that what would be the ideal partner and start to just kind of play with that in your mind. You know, do, are they, are they tall? Are they short? Are they smart? Are they rich? Do they have um, a beautiful physique? Are they blonde? Are they brown hair? Do they have facial hair? Do they have glasses? Are they an intellect? What do they do for fun? What kind of conversation do I want to have? What do I want to do with them that would be that would be fun or that, you know, what, what qualities or values do they have that I would find intriguing or that would match my values? All of these things are ways to go deeper within you to uncover the things that you want in your life, that you want to experience. This is your life. You are the center of this universe and you can create anything you want. And introspection is the seed that you're planting with you and your spiritual being, your higher self, your source energy, God, that you are planting to say, this is what I want my life to unfold like. These are the things that I want to experience. I've worked with clients before that, that don't have any money. And I say, well, what is it that you want money for? And they say, well, you have to have money. I'm like, okay, well, I don't not agree with that statement. I, I agree with that statement. But why do you want it? Why do you want money? And how much money do you want? Do you want hundreds of thousands of dollars? Do you want millions? Do you want just $2,000 a month? What is it that you want? And then when you have that money, what will it give you? And then that's your answer. That's your answer. Once you have this partner, what will it give you? What will having this partner give you in your life? What problem do you have right now? And what will great health give you? If you had great health, if you had the perfect body, what would it give you? And there's your answer. Then you take that answer and you take it into a meditative state and you play with that scene. You play with that vision. Now I'm with my partner and we're traveling. So picture being on the plane or on a boat or on a train or however you're traveling. Picture, picture going out to dinner with that person. Picture being intimate with that person. Picture doing the things that you want to do with this partner. And feel the emotion of the thing. Allow your imagination to run wild. That's the key point, especially to women. Allow, allow your imagination to run wild because this is the ticket. This is the way to creating. This is it. Now, there's lots of techniques, but if you can't allow your imagination to run wild, you probably can't have the thing because it's going to be quite haphazard that you're going to create it in the physical world. So if you can't picture your bank account having two, three, five, twelve million thousand dollars in it, you're not going to have it. It's going to, it's going to be harder to get it. Our imagination is the key. Our visualization skills are the key. 
and you using your mind to deliberately create a scene in your mind, a, a, a visual scene that has action, that has people, that has conversation in it, is going to help you to create the thing. But it's also going to help you create the emotional response, which is the vibration you send out to the universe. Because it's what you feel that's what you get back. If you are constantly in the state of wanting, you are sending out to the universe that that is the desire, that is the desired state. And if you want to move out of that state, then we have to move out of the state of wanting and in the state of having. And a way to do that is through meditation and visualization and using your imagination. So imagining your scene, imagine the partner, imagine the money, imagine the job, and go there as often as you can in your mind and do it so deeply and so profoundly that once you come out of that meditation, you're like, I have it. But it's not this overcompensating confidence. It is, I feel completely, 100% at peace. That's how you create. You go into that meditative state, you play with your vision, you play with your imagination with the thing that you want. When you come out of that meditative state and you go, that's it. I feel amazing. Then that's it. Now you're in alignment. You've, you've mailed the package. It's gone. It's going to the person, right? You've, you've ordered your meal. It's gone. The, the waiter took it. You're, you're going to be getting it any minute. And it's just at peace. Now you just have conversation. Now you just go about your day. Once you get to that state, that is the art of creating. And that is when your life begins to unfold rapidly. And that's when things become very, very beautiful. So figure out what it is you need by asking those questions, being honest, slowing down, being patient, asking the why questions, asking the what questions, and then taking it into that meditative state and relishing your imagination and then feeling at peace. If you like this episode, please share them with your friends and join our Facebook communities. Chakras for Beginners is an energy-based community that is highly active and growing every day. This is the sister group to our meditation business called The Meditation Room TC, where we sell products and services to begin your meditation practice. Life Mastery Decoded is a personal development group where we get together to discuss episodes, content, and share our struggles and successes. If you're focused on business and entrepreneurship, then this group is your place to join. It's called the Wealthy Woman Entrepreneur Networking Group. I created a true networking environment to share our business products, services, as well as talk about marketing and supporting one another. I look forward to hanging out with you.